1: It's Bigfoot Collector's Club with Bryce and Michael. I know a ghost story or two.
2: Let's do this. It's going to be a good one because I see our guest is already smiling and shaking his head. (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we share stories of high strangeness and personal paranormal history with celebrity guests. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your other host,
3: Bryce Johnson, and our producer, Riley Bray.
2: And today is a whole new day. <laughs> oh, woo! Stressful week, boys, and I'm happy to be in my happy place. Well, welcome home. Thanks, buddy. Um... Bryce, any before we jump in and introduce our guest, any paranormal updates for yourself? Have you seen any orange orbs in the sky lately?
3: No, no, but I've been uh, you know, interestingly enough, I was like uh I was watching on YouTube the uh the Tom DeLonge on Joe Rogan. You know, we've had some requests what to a get shit in shit show to... that was. Oh, I heard about this podcast. <laughs> I didn't listen
2: to it. Yeah. It all fell apart. What happened? Well, First of all, get set the the Tom DeLong's
3: Tom DeLonge Academy thing is, to the stars. Is a strange thing. He's so Tom DeLonge basically started this kind of uh, arts and science company called uh, Academy to the Stars, and in it he has all these kind of really reputable, um, you know, players like Doctor Hal Pudoff, and he has def- he has high level defense, um, you know. Uh, operatives working for his company. I think
2: he was talking to that uh, Elizondo guy. Yeah, Louis Elizondo
3: from, from, uh, from ATIP joined yeah. his, his company oh as boy. well. It just, it, it kind of like, it reeks of kind of government shill type thing. i know that
2: that's what a lot of people think that he is actually a shill for the government putting out disinformation yeah
3: because he's on rogan he's like and he's just kind of this like, is tom delong who is lead singer blink 182 <laughs> <Yeah>. so uh <laughs> you know it's and it's funny it's like it's how you and i talk about the subject right, right. i mean we're just kind of armchair guys like with a passion for this stuff um, but nobody's giving us like government grants and like setting us up with like CIA. Well, people but he's also and, rich. Yeah, he's super rich, and so he's uh, got
0: money. We don't have any money. No, that's true. You guys aren't getting grants for this. No, no, oh no, <laughs> no, no
3: grants here. Um, I don't know. It was just like a weird, a weird interview.
2: So wait, what happened? Because I was actually listening to a uh, shout out to another podcast somewhere in the skies. Yeah. And I heard them talking about this shit show interview on Joe Rogan, and then I forgot to listen to it, and I meant to. Yeah. Uh, So what happened? Does Joe Rogan, like, make fun of him?
3: Oh, you can see Joe Rogan's head is, like, about to explode. He's just like, you know, it's hard to, like, take this guy seriously uh-huh. you know what i mean just because he's like well you know it's like i kind of figured out what's going on and uh uh-huh. so now everybody's so they let me kind of in the secret rooms and you know and now my company's going to build a ufo time machine to the stars and it's like joe rogan's <laughs> just like dude yeah <laughs> but uh i well, don't know
2: we've had a request I don't know. uh from a listener and this is uh uh been some months back to cover uh the Academy to the Stars on the show. Yeah. As a high strangeness topic. So maybe we will. I mean, it, you know, yeah. uh, it'd be worth looking into. I've been meaning to get into this. I've been this week catching up more and more on some. Uh, been, uh, paranormal i mean ufo stuff i'm getting back into reading some books that i set aside a moment ago
3: oh so. yes which i forgot to bring you your uh, alan heineck well, book that I that's why we are getting a divorce yeah okay <laughs> i'll bring it
2: all right well uh we'll check out that uh interview with joe rogan and maybe we'll talk about it at a later date sure. but fuck that because yeah. we have a wonderful human being here we right do. now yes he might be from another planet. We're not sure. Oh, he's nodding he's yes. He's nodding I yes. Am. Okay, great. Guess what? Scooped you, bitches. We got an alien right here. <laughs> um, you may remember him from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. If you're into cryptid and ghostly ghouls, you probably watched that show. Uh, You can follow him as Tommy Link on Instagram, as his link looks. He's been on Transparent. Which is amazing. He's on the new, what's it, Room 104 for HBO. I've already said his name. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Lang. Woo! Hi!
4: Yeah. Hi! Oh my god. And you're also
2: currently starring as Tilda Swinton in a live show.
4: Is that yes. true? If you're in Los Angeles, well, this podcast will come out and you'll, you won't see it, so never mind. Okay. <laughs> this but, is going to be in August,
2: late July. Okay, well... If late July, any or late of your July.
4: listeners live in Scotland, I will be there for the month of
2: August. Oh, great. Port what terrain? are the dates? What are the Silla dates? Swinton. The whole month of August. Okay, That's That's great. That's awesome, because we do have Scottish listeners. Great. Shout out to our friends yeah. in the UK. By the way, the UK, you guys are some of our biggest supporters in our international audience. Uh, so thank you. Thank
3: you, London. Oh, God. Well, Sorry. now we're yeah, lost. Oh, now lost it. <laughs> Never make <laughs> Never that mind. mistake, Bryce. Never mind. Yeah, if you're uh, right near Edinburgh
4: one. in uh, the month of August, that's where we'll be at the Fringe Festival. That's great. Have you been there? There's a lot of ghostly uh, things. Ghostly, ghostly, and <laughs>
3: strange. It's a mix between Goatman and goat- the ghost. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a. It's fine. You Goatsly. know, it's about
2: time nature got around to making one of those.
3: Hell yeah. Um, I've heard of those.
2: I, I have. I've been to Edinburgh, but I was a kid. Oh, okay. So not. I haven't been to the Fringe Festival. It's like the that and Williamstown are the two actor things I've never, <laughs> big actor things I've never done. Well, there, also I, I turned my back on the theater, so whatever. Well, the theater rejects rejects you as well. <laughs> I know it, <laughs> I know you know, it does.
4: <laughs> no, I was going to say there's a tour that I took there where you go underground. Uh, it's called Mary Kings Cross, and you go underground and see like the. The remnants of what the town used to be, be when they before they built stuff on top of it, mm-hmm. and you know apparently it's haunted. And what did it? What was Ooh. it made out of? It's just you know bricks and stone, but oh. you could see the sort of the, the old streets where you know they dump
2: their their buckets of poo poo.
4: Yeah, poo poo
3: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. on the street, and where they
2: had the plague, and yeah, yeah,
3: all the fun took- stuff.
2: Took that them a nice. while to put those two together, didn't it? Yeah. Throwing shit out in the streets and then rats and plagues. Took hey man, a while.
3: science. <laughs> <clears throat> That's how it works.
2: Tom, you can see we're a very well prepared and well thought out uh, <laughs> podcast here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no,
4: luckily, uh, my, you know... My my brand is all about don't care, don't prepare. That's
2: also my the Tom Lake School of Acting. Oh I yeah, I want to talk about this because don't care, don't we prepare. ran into each other. It's That's always great. great. Tom and I for a little inside baseball for you. We share the same manager, I believe. Yeah, and uh, every now and then we show up at the same auditions, <laughs> and That's... so we're like, well, he's he's betting on two horses on this one. <laughs> yeah. But I remember we were at some audition that I believe you booked. What? And you were I think this was for didn't you do an episode of Blackish? No. No, uh Fresh Off the Boat? Fresh Off the Boat. Now I sound like a Whoa. real monster. Mm. <laughs> Let's cut that. <laughs> didn't you do an episode of Fresh Off the Boat that we both auditioned I
4: for? I did. And you know what? I'm not I'm not great on it, so
2: oh. it's fine. You didn't miss <laughs> anything. No, but I'm saying your your uh method was don't you just go in and just
4: Yeah, oh I just I, I just hit a point where I realized I was booking the things that I didn't have time to prepare. Yeah. was like, oh last minute cold read. No, just way. go in and throw it together. Because you spend all that time, like no one can see all your preparation. The camera can't see it. Right. So And also, like you trying to remember the line also looks like you acting. So who cares? (laughs) I've had that
3: same experience, but I haven't gone full tilt to where I'm just like, fuck it for. But I should. I mean, so will you like even look at like your sides, is what they call them, the material that you're given to audition? Will will you check them out before you go in or will you just kind of like.
4: I will if I get them the night before. No, sorry. If I get them like a few days ahead of time, I won't look at it till the night before. Right, and I'll be like, just make sure this isn't too much. Right, to shove into my head last minute. I'll look at it, and I'm like, okay. And what I learned from doing this show with you, the g- Gravit Water, where yeah. we have, we have to
2: very little time to memorize stuff and get off book.
4: Yeah, and you basically the game, the improv game, where you you memorize one your lines from a scene, and the improviser improvises the other lines so you have to memorize usually about 20 lines that make no sense together oh wow there's no way to connect them but and you you get no rehearsal and you get uh you you have one chance on stage to get it right Mm -hmm. and so you're in your head trying to remember your next line they're talking you have to try and figure out when they're when they say something that'll make sense with your next line so anyway that sort of helped me out a lot because just memorizing all those nonsensical lines yeah. together and knowing that you can do it with no rehearsal and yep. you have one chance to get it right. And usually you do.
2: No, that's great. That's so really Anyway, good I sort point. of applied
4: that to the auditions and just like. I love that. I'll just, I'll wait till I park my car, mm-hmm. the audition. I'll get there like a half hour before I need to be there and then I'll just shove the lines in my head. That's what I that's did great. today. I did
2: that this morning and I think it went very well. Good.
3: See? I want to go in there like, and just be like, like maybe bring it out of my back so what is this thing what are we looking at here <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well bryce is a guest star oh cool okay all right and what is this for that'd be just great you know what? i bet we it was wanna wanna real wanna well.
4: the guy who doesn't care i know so. they're
3: like i love this guy his attitude is so great
2: you know you went into an audition that i was casting
3: oh yeah this is how i That's first wild. met
2: you and it was so funny what a learning experience also for that role i can not
3: even remember that
2: Well, we had because it's the only time I've been on the other side, right? So I wrote an episode of what I like about you that Bryce guest starred in, and I was in the room with the producers and casting for you know all the producer sessions, and I remember the the role was like somebody who had to like was passable to be like in his early twenties, but was also a high schooler, which is actually not um, hard to do, which is (laughs) because I was playing that on the show. But um, we had to think that you were like 21 or 22, and actually you were like 18 or whatever. Oh, right. So I did that, that in
3: Gilmore Girls as well.
2: Yeah, we needed, <laughs> we needed that kind of, kind of a look because uh, Jenny Garth's character didn't know she'd been asked out by, by a teenager. That right. was the joke anyway. So I remember everyone came in. I'd say we saw about 10 guys. They were all terrible. Not you. Right. They were all terrible. They were terrible. There was maybe one other guy that I was like, that was good, but he looked too old. And then... So I just
3: wanted off not being terrible. No, <laughs>
2: love, no. So you came in, you came in, and I was like... Well,
3: we're left with this one. Nope. I was like, well, this looks
2: right. He's good. And you walked out, and our showrunner went, I like him. He's cute. <laughs> and that's how you got the job.
3: That's amazing. I,
2: I mean, I was like, God, they don't... I, no one... Like my point was like no one walked out of the room and no no when people actors walked out like no one in that room was going like I like that choice he made or right. like they were a good actor about they were just like meh 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 and then they were like he's cute that Man. was it. Well, here's what
4: I think is that when you do and I've saved you all $3,000 of going to 3 months of an acting school by teaching you the don't care don't prepare method is that let's start our own school. The people on the other side, they don't give a f they don't give a fuck. Right. Right? So why should we why should we? Because they it's just like another person coming through and we spend so much time being like, "Oh my god, like how am I going to say that line on oh my you know, we stress out about it and like they don't remember you after you're gone." So like Yeah. Why don't we be as relaxed as they are about it? Yes. Wow.
2: I don't know. I don't either. Do <sighs> want to hear any of that? No, they, let's move yes on to aliens. Do. do they care about they uh, actors no. being actors? Let's move on to Bigfoot. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, I have a uh, little update for everybody here. Oh, good. Um, so if we ever decide to put a music cue back into this segment, <laughs> Riley. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that should be the new theme. That should be the new theme for BCC News. Oh, I'm sorry about that. BCC News. Um, they both work. so I we have just a few,
0: huh? Now
2: that I think about it's it. It's okay, buddy. You've been partying hard. Um, <laughs> living it up. <laughs> I see him just
0: nodding and smiling. I was at Jamie Foxx's house last night. Oh, yeah.
2: What about that?
0: It was crazy. You were DJing at Jamie Foxx's oh, I was not DJing. DJing. Oh, I thought you were DJing. i not that cool. I no, thought you were. I, well, I was, I think I was you were. I was mixing the uh, I was front of house, mixing the show. It was oh. the, the BET Awards after party. Oh, dude. I got home from work at 5.30 in the morning. Oh, right
2: on. Well, thank you for being here to talk about this. <laughs> That's
0: why I look uh, so good right shit. now. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell right. yeah.
2: First of all. Don't care, also, don't prepare. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. That's also, my mantra for the BC. On it. Done. <laughs> also, I've noticed that it doesn't matter because um, you could look like a slob and you still take wonderful photos. I've just noticed that when I look back on my, fo- on my camera of every photo I take of you guys, I mean, you're, Bryce You're obviously, very cute. Um, Riley, you always look like a model in every photo. I don't know how you... You're very photogenic. Oh, thanks. Bro. I just want to <laughs> say. Okay, so we have an update on that mysterious wolf-like creature killed in Montana oh earlier this Oh, my God, wait. Summer. I'm obsessed with Oh, that's with this. right. Okay. Really? Hold on. Adjusting okay, my okay. oh, my God. We He's finally got up. his attention. He's up now. We finally He's come out of lounge got mode.
4: Attention. <laughs> okay, yes, I need to hear about this because I went deep. I went Did deep you really? On this? Okay. Because the reports were saying it was walking on its... Hind, like the, the, the girl was like, it was walking on its hind feet towards my bedroom window.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The one that was shot and killed in Montana? Yes. I didn't know about the hind feet. Well, they before it got killed, they'd yeah. seen it walking around. Well, listen. There's a author out there named Linda S. Godfrey. Our listeners know her well. I have a book recommendation for you called Monsters Among Us. It's all about dogmen and wolfmen <laughs> sightings. Dude, you laugh now, but they're fascinating. Probably interdimensional, probably mm-hmm. not. nothing found here on Earth, but uh, so disappointing news, everybody. Oh. The uh, This is from the Oregonian from uh, June 20th. Um, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Forensic Laboratory in Ashland has identified a mysterious wolf-like creature killed in Montana in May as a gray wolf. Hmm. According to a Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks report last week, the individual represented by LAB1, LAB2, and LAB3, maybe that's just Lab 1, Lab 2, Lab 3, was a female gray wolf from the northern Rocky Mountains, Canis lupus. Yeah. The department published the DNA results of the animal's tissues. The report says the examiner ruled out that the animal was a cross between a gray wolf and a coyote or a gray wolf and a dog. The report said the conclusion was clear when the DNA of the creature was compared with thousands of other DNA samples from wolves, coyotes, and dogs.
3: Of course it's clear when you switch the bodies. <laughs>
2: <That's> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> An animal was shot and killed by a rancher in Montana mid-May. The uh, Montana Department initially Released (laughs) and limited information, uh, limited information about the animal, saying it was a young, non-lactating female and a canine and a member of the dog family, which includes dogs, foxes, coyotes, and wolves. And Riley, dog. (laughs) (laughs) However, its teeth were too short, the front paws too small, and the claws in the front were too long to be a wolf. The investigation was conducted at the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Forensics Laboratory in Ashland, which bills itself as the only full-service lab in the world dedicated to crimes against wildlife. Mm. Um, The Mary Kay Burnham-Curtis Forensic Scientist with the National Fish and Wildlife said it's possible the animal's small size fueled the questions about its species. With wolves, people's expectations are that the animal will be uh, will be on large in size and this one wasn't so maybe that's where the speculation originated she said laboratory director ken goddard previously said that he had heard the speculation that it was a werewolf mm. um yeah so yeah not exciting i mean list listen we can check it off the list but you know what all the original articles were like we don't know what the fuck this is right Did you
4: see the photos it's like it's Its snout was different than a
2: wolf. And you know, I have to say... Oh, now my computer's freezing up. They're onto us. Yeah. Uh, The photo in this article doesn't look like the same creature to me. Yeah, there you go. It doesn't. So I want to fuel some... uh... And if the farmer's
4: daughter saw it, walking on its hind, hind feet by her bedroom window... There's something they're not telling us. Well, this is
3: what we talk about all the time. They just totally discount witness testimony, you know, but yet our court system runs on it, you know, so Mm -hmm. something's up. Something's up here, Tom. You believe what you want to, and I'll keep believing what I oh, want man, to. Oh,
2: man, I love it when Brad gets out on his porch and Hell starts yeah. talking in the neighborhood. Listen, the, story, right. the
3: my story of high strangeness has a little body switcheroo, too, so uh, we'll get there. It's not the first time this has happened. But let me ask you, do you ever think that, like, uh, so I'm I'm more on the theory that, like, of course there's no bodies or of any of these things of ghosts or Bigfoot or, or Loch Ness because you're not going to get one because they move through portals, and so... <laughs> how can you get a body what do you think tom you think you can get a? you think anybody has captured a ghost on like in ghostbusters on like uh like in a in a in a containment unit machine or anything like that you think it's possible i, don't, yeah.
2: I think it's interdimensional
3: bring that a it boy. bring
4: it through bring it through that a boy get
2: that microphone close to your face there you go
4: i think it's interdimensional yeah, oh, yeah. that a boy i mean no i don't know i honestly don't know
2: so mm. so bryce let me ask you this yeah if judging, if, follow that logic, go through with that. Let's sure. say that these bodies were switched, mm-hmm. this wolf thing. Then that means that a wolf, the wolf thing that was the original thing, walk around on its hind legs, could have been shot and killed.
3: And somebody has it, right? And has
2: the flesh. So so even if they're interdimensional, you're saying that they do have flesh and blood bodies.
3: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like, even, even though a UFO, who knows where they come from, whether it could be, you know let us travel along those lines they still leave imprints on the ground and right. burn debris which is physical evidence so and even like if you're following that logic of bigfoot the most you know uh, the most credible scientific evidence or has, has got to be the uh, all the trackways that are found all over the world you know that's leaving physical trace evidence so you know um are these things flesh and blood sure why not why why can't they be but can they also you know, moving in and out of uh, different dimensions or portals, perhaps.
0: Maybe they're flesh and blood in this dimension. Yeah, they embody a physical form. Sure, I'll buy that. I, I do
4: feel like aliens. Okay, I have a theory that aliens are us from the future. Me that's too. A, that's yeah. my whole thing. We've talked about that. that's this. a great theory. Okay. Yeah, but I please. think about that all the time. Because this segues per- if we've if if evolution is happening, and uh, if you look at like what you know, like if you look at dolls. The issues with dolls with their their big heads and their are eyes. You saying people bigger. evolved from dolls? No, but through natural selection, if we are select, if we as humans start saying that these are the the these are the values of what we think humans should look like, right. then subconsciously we're putting that on. You're children. saying like big eyes, big heads? Yeah, we keep we we evolve into that. It's because a great theory. Because we we put a value on that.
3: Skinny, bo- well, would, skinny bodies, because we're not eating meat. We're eating like, you I would you say,
2: know- yeah, it might be more of a thing where we're just evolving away from our primate body to, in the future, like, if our brains are getting bigger and we're doing more things mentally... Than we are physically, so we have skinny little bodies and big heads. Well,
4: I'm saying it's the the standards the standards of beauty. So you're looking of, at it the from, horrible standards of beauty from from the mass media that were are that are being
2: shoved on us. Wait a minute, though. but uh, which is causing kids? Us, I mean, you think child form is what our standard? Idea no, 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 I'm of saying when we're is? children,
4: we're give, we're given these dolls, right? So okay. from a young age, you're they're being they're we're being. Told like this is conditioned. what conditioned. Look like yes, conditioned. Right. Um. And but what about Barbie like Bratz dolls? dolls? Bratz about, dolls. Okay.
2: But what about Barbie doll? I mean, They're, I don't see a lot of um aliens walking around with giant, big <coughs> boobs with no nipples. Okay. But overall, to be fair, I haven't seen a lot of aliens walking around. Just one. I'm just saying the
4: the the dolls are getting skinnier and skinnier. Okay. The heads are getting bigger and bigger. Got it. The eyeballs are getting bigger and bigger. Mm. What does it turn into? we're We're turning into aliens. I mean, no yeah, it's
3: a hot aliens. it's a great theory, and there's also some evidence uh uh, to go along with your line of thinking too there's a great case called the Rendlesham Forest case I'm not sure if you're familiar but one of the main witnesses who was a, a, a sergeant I believe in in the military there his name was Jim Pendleton you know he saw a triangular craft land in Rendlesham Forest and this was just outside of a military base I watched that episode of Ancient Aliens Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we so talked about s- this not too long ago on Scott We did Fosters and he and he saw hieroglyphics on the on the uh, on the craft and when he touched the craft he got a what's called in ufology like a, an immediate download, uh-huh. um, and so within his mind he saw all these binary digits, zeros and ones, zeros and ones, which he was later to, uh, like months later, journalize them because he remember, remembered them so vividly. He did a little bullet jur- journaling. Yeah, he did, and it and it came out. The message was, you know, uh, somewhere along the lines that you know we are you from the future, you know. Um, which is very uh, fascinating yeah. stuff. Go uh,
2: listen to our episodes, Scott Michael Foster. I've
3: got to do a that a little bit more about that. We know, gotta we've got to do, do that. Rendlesham yeah, Forest, also, Tommy.
4: All these things I'm saying, half of half of me thinks it's total bullshit, and the that's other good. half of me thinks it's that's true. kind of that's where, that's, where we that's, are.
3: Why, that's, why, that's how where
4: you should be. That's kind of where I am. That's, that's the that's sweet why spot. I, I love. I love watching... I haven't watched it in a while, but Ancient Aliens, I w- went through a real phase where I just yeah. would sit at home watching... Them Great. Thought, this
2: is because the question I've been begging to know. ask, which we ask all our guests is, what is your personal paranormal history? Okay, my personal paranormal history is... Ali- ancient Aliens.
4: I love Ancient Binge Aliens. Watching, yeah. Have you oh. ever
3: got a binary download? No, band- <laughs> what's it called? A
2: uf- <laughs> euphemism
4: A ufology? Ufology, yeah. That's not real. That's not real. <laughs> um, I love that guy with the big crazy hair George Papadopoulos what's his name oh that guy,
0: George Papadopoulos i like pa- yeah he
2: doesn't have much hair and he's he's uh, involved Fictional with other things from yeah. webster uh jo- what's his name george Sucalus, I
4: yeah believe. yeah uh i think that he's that's that's a whole i don't know what's going on there but he's very excited he's very excited he's committed to hairspray yes maybe it's a wig i don't know i'd like to find out um
2: will you please do me a fi- now you do two- uh, I've been link wanting looks. to assume as a character. You really stuff. need to do, you need to, maybe the the week that this is airing, you should do a couple like, like uh ufologist link looks. Okay. Would be pretty great. Well, yeah, yeah. I could I don't do know. that you for you. You could do a Stan Friedman. Yeah. You could do that guy. Uh, also, <laughs> I really was for a while
4: was into uh, Curse of Oak Island
3: Oh my god, me too.
4: I don't know anything about it. And but my he's friend obsessed. You guys, my friend is a producer and a camera person on the show. What? And so when I was up in Halifax at a comic con, we met up because he was up there filming last summer. And he, but one time before, he brought me a piece of the when they're mining the stuff from the pit. Yeah, he brought me like a chunk of like mineralized quartz
2: bedrock or something what is the curse of oak island what is it oh my god oh
4: my god what are are you
2: you're kidding me i don't know i know he's told me he's said i need to know
0: about it but i don't know what it is riley do you know (sighs) i don't
2: i'm i'm actually really
4: is my mic on? i can't hear anything i'm really disappointed in you okay
2: i'm i'm sorry
4: yeah
3: it's got it's got everything
4: um i'm disappointed i'm shocked i'm dismayed that you do not then you're not familiar with the work. Great, I love the, to the get work that, that, mm-hmm. The work that the fine gentlemen of Oak Island are doing. Yeah, that's right. Well, they're Marty and Rick Lagina. Yeah, they're looking for. Okay, there's this pit. It's old. Maybe it has the Ark of the Covenant. It's
2: called the Money Pit.
4: The Money Pit. And it, there's six people have died. One more has to die. There's maybe treasures at the bottom. There's a curse. There's it You cur- are doing
2: a terrible job of explaining
4: because I'm excited. <laughs> the, but anyway, it's it's on this island in Canada. Six people have to
3: die. They did die. Six people have died looking for this treasure. Oh, uh, I
2: thought you said and
4: one,
3: one person way to does. find the treasure and as legend, le- legend has it.
2: says six people have to no, die. No, as
3: legend has it, seven need to die before the treasure will reveal itself.
2: Okay, so this is what I'm fucking talking about.
3: Yeah. Okay, and, I, I'm,
0: I'm the I'm.
2: Covenant is in Nova Scotia?
3: It might Very be. because may well be.
4: The Vikings and the Knights Templar may have brought it over to hide mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And they don't, like, it's definitely old and... The pit that is. And it's is booby this shot. like
3: Mel's pit. This is the longest known man treasure hunt in um in our history. And, you know, it this has been this treasure hunt has been going on for hundreds of years, so much so that Franklin Delano Roosevelt was even part of it on Oak Island. First of all, they call it Oak Island because there's oak trees there, which aren't natural to the area. So something's odd in that. Now And there's a lagoon. In eighteen hundred something two young men Two young Benny, two young men see like this strange orbish light hanging over the island. So they take their rowboat. What out there. year is this? This is like late eighteen hundreds, almost like eighteen ninety. I'm not sure if that's exactly right, but so Daniel McGinnis was his name. He was the and, and and a friend, and they see this like orb. They see this orb on this island, and they row over. And the orb disappears, but what they see below where it was is this what they call uh, a a fleshing pit? Um, I'm not saying that right, but
2: flesh or flesh?
3: uh, Where they? uh, Let's move on. And anyway, (laughs) he's
2: making a strange gesture.
3: um, I should look. I have a computer right here. I I don't know why. Better off the
0: top of your head. Okay, that's great.
3: So they so uh, a thrashing pit. You know where they used to. um, It's an old thing.
0: Anyway, they see they
3: see this strange area, and they start digging through. And and, and they and they dig about they think there might be something buried there. So at about 10 feet they find these these logs, these these logs that are set like next to each other, which creates this platform and they're like, that's strange. So they move those, remove those logs, and they keep digging 10 more feet, they find logs go again. So this is obviously some sort of pit. There's every 10 feet there's a level of logs until they get down to like the ninth 90 feet below where they find a placard. And on the placard is weird hieroglyphics. They remove the plaque, and the floodgates open. Yeah, so this the booby it's booby trapped, and this becomes. I mean, what flooded. are these idiots thinking? Well, they're thinking Something there's obviously some treasure in there. There's
2: yeah. some treasure of great, great importance, or there's some terrible monster under there that. We've tried to bury, keep well, burying. The, the series went on disaster for
3: disaster about story, three right. to four seasons, but there's these two brothers, Marty and Rick Laginas, ended up buying the island, and so they're bringing techno technology to help excavate and this.
4: What it is is a TV show that they never find anything. Yeah, they're, they give you
3: tiny kernels. It's the history, though, it's like and insane.
4: They, it keeps you watching because you're hoping for the. Got, I mean, there's
3: Masonic lore. There's Knights Templar lore. Some there's some say all the that the rocks could, on the island that yeah. are
4: shaped in like the form of. Across, which might be the Knights Templar. Then they had this other a Rosicrucian expert.
3: called the Kabbalah Tree Cross. Yeah, there's oh, all wow, these strange cool. marked boulders. Yeah. Um, so and then there's b-
4: somebody, they had an expert that said, from France, that said that the writing of Shakespeare yeah. has
3: clues on the back. Have you? Okay, so oh, that, that episode okay. took me off on a rabbit hole that you wouldn't believe. His name was... I believe um, it. Yeah, me too. Oh my, oh, my God. So his name was <laughs> Peter... Um, something, but he, he's an organist and he's... I'm just a-
2: scared one day he's going to come up with this podcast <laughs> and his apartment, his house is going to be packed up and the family has moved out
3: and he's going to be like, Michael. He, But it led him to discover, um, it, to go on this quest searching for the actual authorship of Shakespeare's works, you know, which led him to Francis Bacon and, uh, all that whole thing. And it all from Oak Island. It was absolutely... Fa- There's a document series called, um... Oh my God! What is it called? The the Swan. Uh, I, I'm gonna link. Send you links. Send uh, me the link. But link it oh to my link. God, it is yeah, it's incredible. It's Can we a, have a new segment called Links so to awesome. Link where yeah. you just
2: talk about all the links you send, Tom Link? I, yeah. Here, yes, please.
4: Uh, here's what I do love though is that um, that you have like all of the knowledge, like. But you remember the names, the dates and things, and I'm like, "There's a thing, There's, there's, <laughs> island, there's a pit." I, I guess, it doesn't come it,
3: out well for me. This either. is why I, I got him like, on the show. I, uh, no, I'm very, here.
4: I'm very impressed because I, I jumble it all together uh so i'm glad that there's a real expert
3: well, all well, i know is that fast... they found
2: a penny and seven people might die
4: what's fascinating <laughs> mm-hmm. what's
3: fascinating about it is they really sort of proved that that people have been coming to the north american north america especially through uh, halifax and canada long before christopher columbus i mean right. yeah. those markings on those stones are from scottish boats which they think are, are from night there's knights templars crosses etched into the boulders there which which would have to predate columbus by hundreds of years yeah sure and and in order to build this sort of booby-trapped money pit they call it. it's called the money pit because so many people have sunk millions of dollars trying to get at this treasure
2: also and then it's a booby- brief period in yeah. 1986 tom hanks and Shelly long were hanging
4: out one there of my, <laughs> one of my
3: favorite movies uh but yeah it is a fascinating series i, I that was they one of my favorite a- too
4: scuba divers go down and like
3: yeah, they got to go through this. They got to go through this pipe because they built a. It's called borehole ten X. So this guy basically built a uh, a pipe next to the money pit, so he could go down. Because there's this, they've sent there's this cavern down there, almost at 130 feet, and Whoa. it is nuts, man. They, they, and they found gold pieces. They found parchment. They found there's you know uh, skeletal remains down there.
2: They found An old knight who still <clears throat> looks like he did oh,
3: four hundred years Curse ago. Curse of Oak Island, so wild. Oh, good.
4: Epic. Uh, yeah, I was going to tell you my real, what do you call it? High strangeness? Your personal paranormal history. Yeah. Oh, yeah your
2: we... your personal high strangeness.
4: Okay, here's my high strangeness. Yes. Huh. Okay, one time I lived over uh, Melrose and La Brea. <laughs> I lived over by there. Like, uh, like the same block as
2: Pink's, but the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Pink's hot dogs, right by Golden Apple Comics. Yeah, Adventure Van Number One coming to you by Golden Apple Books this month. Oh check yeah, check your local comic I'll get shop, get your copy. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so I live right there,
4: and oh, also, oh, I think there was. A late, there was a late, there was a, uh, what's the term we sex? I think there was a sex worker that worked in our building, and I think she was dating. No, maybe she wasn't a sex worker. Maybe she was just dating. It was weird, (laughs) but uh, Crispin Glover would show up in like a hearse. Like he would pull up in a like a what's a funeral car? Like a hearse, hearse. yeah, hearse, yeah. He would pull up at you said Hurts. He said Hertz. Like Hurst. a rent, sorry. a rented well, rent hearse. He did, yeah, he rented it. <laughs> That's from awesome. From the
2: a Hearse. Bob Helpier airport Hertz Hearse. A
4: Hertz Hearse. Uh Kristen glover would show up <laughs> and then come pick her up. It was weird. Wow. I, I don't but it would, didn't seem like a uh, like a dating relationship, it did seem like
3: That qualifies as high strangeness. <laughs> oh,
4: but anyway, sorry. Side note. Okay, so uh he Okay, so I lived in this apartment. I had two roommates. They were a, a, a couple, a straight couple. Oh, wait. Oh, it's a, f- a friend of yours. Oh, who? Chris uh, Chris Ogilvie. Oh, oh my God. Okay, so- Wait, are you serious? So I live with Chris-
2: He's come up on this podcast because he's the one who sent me the ghost photo from the Edison that we talked about oh, this Oh, wow. Okay, so Weird. he dated- Oh my God. He was
4: dating a friend of mine, and we all lived together. They mm-hmm. shared a room. I had my room. Now, here's what you need to know about the apartment. We had a deadbolt on the door- and there was a lock on the front door, and there was a sliding glass door in the kitchen, which was also locked. The deadbolt—none of us had keys to, so you could only deadbolt if you were in the house, and you could come let someone, or if you were all in the house. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, okay. yeah. Or
2: otherwise, you'd lock someone out. Yeah.
4: Right. So, I came home, and I was there was no, they weren't there—and uh, so, but I, I deadbolted the door. Because um, I was there and I could come and let anybody in. And the sliding glass door was locked. Now, I went in to take a shower. Everything was normal when I went in to take a shower. I come out of the shower and and just general grooming and futzing. It was about, you know, maybe tw- 20 minutes I took to get ready. I came out into the living room and all of the pillows from all the couches had been placed in a pile in the middle of the room. Mm. And then... I went into the kitchen. All the doors to the cabinets were open, and like the lots of dishes and things had been placed in a pile. What in the in the kitchen? And the sliding glass door was locked, and the front door was still deadbolted. And I f- freaked the fuck out because I was like, "What? Did As you someone, should did, did someone break in and just?" Not steal things, but just kind of arrange things in a. Fun was that light? your first yeah, g- thought thinking... that it was
3: somebody else, or was it was your first thought of like? Yeah,
4: I thought there was somebody there, so I like went made, like looked in all the closets and right. made sure. I would have been empty. like, "Oh God, uh, it's crazy happening vagrant. again!" Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was she freaked out not again. Uh, I called my. I called Chris, who at the time worked at Debevics, and he was, yeah. he said he was at work. I mean, we can ask Chris. He's till this day he says he was definitely at work. And I called my uh, my friend that he was dating, and she was down in San Diego with her family. So I think okay. So then we had a theory because uh, my friend had gone over to Kenny Ortega's house, famed director, Mm. and because she was friends with his sister, who was living at his place. There was a party there. She (coughs) when she told the story to her friend, she said, "Oh, you know what? We have a ghost that's been living at our place at the Ortega residence, and maybe it came with you. (sighs) It tends to like go with people when they're." during times of uh, high stress and whatnot. So I don't know if we t- took a ghost to our house, but something was up. Yeah. And I think if it was not, like they were the only two people that could have got in because they would have had the key. Yeah. Or if none of us had a key, I don't, I don't, I don't think a vagrant broke in. I don't think it was, Someone playing a joke on Remember you? that
3: line in Ghostbusters? Symmetrical book stacking.
2: <gasps> <laughs>
4: oh my God. Yeah. Let me ask you this.
3: Yeah. Bless you. Bless Did you. Did you
2: find a penny? No. God. There was no penny. Well, that means you're not the seventh no, person. Does, I didn't. I don't no, know if it sounded like a ghost story. No. But I uh, feel it like absolutely, absolutely is too. a ghost story. Ghost story. That Hell, is yeah. telekinetic activity uh, happening in your apartment. That is no joke. But it's no weird joke. that, like, I. it happened while I. Didn't see it? I don't know. Do you normally, do you see the things? No, happen? it's behind your back. They like to do that crap behind your back. That's weird. We were talking to, or I was talking to somebody recently who used to live in um, Orson Wells. Uh, his original like apartment in the Hollywood Towers, that the Haunted Hollywood Towers is based on. And he said that he used to get up, he would walk out of the kitchen, go into his room for like 15 seconds, come back, and every cabinet door in his kitchen would be wide open. Wow. And so this is like, that is classic haunted paranormal activity, 100%.
3: No, wow.
2: what What I'm curious about is if you ever saw... Anything, heard anything, if it happened more often, if Chris or your other roommate ever... I, I think that was all we really
4: saw of it. That's enough. I don't know if... <clears> and <throat> then we kind of... uh They ended up ending their relationship, and then we, we right. all sort of moved out right. a little while after that.
2: Oh, that's
3: insane. Weird. I would not bode well with something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty That exact. would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, you, that, no. that,
2: that, that's That's like, look, I've had my car broken into before by ghosts by ghosts maybe and you get when you get when you sit in the car and you go wait a minute everything's off and then you realize stuff is stolen or whatever that just that what's scary about it, even though they're long gone was you get that sense of like and i'm sure it's the same one when people's houses are broken into like oh my god somebody was in here
3: yeah, violation yeah, and
2: it is a violation that shit ghosts
3: violated me yeah
2: i would say so do you guys count like
4: psychic stuff as as yes, high strange? Totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If I tell another story, yes, go yeah, for sure. It. Well, it's, it's just your moment. Okay, <clears throat> so I went to I had a psychic. Okay, my friend worked at a at a uh, at a plastic surgeon's office, and the mm-hmm. psychic comes and like reads your space and tells you what to do for your business among. And he also does, like, regular readings, whatever. Anyway, he came to the space. He went to my friend. He's like, you're pregnant. You're having a dolphin baby, which means, like, a new spirit or something. Oh. And, and she was like, how did you know that I'm pregnant? Like, he knew that it was a and boy. And
2: dating a dolphin. Right. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so he and he told was, a couple of the ladies that
4: work there things. And then he said, you know what? I see you all not. You're not. In about two weeks, you're not going to be working here together. Like, you, you're you you're all leaving this place. And then two weeks later, that that. Plastic surgeon drove off that cliff in Malibu and like died. Oh my god! So they all lost their job because.
2: Whoa. Anyway, I so think he would have been able to see that. Maybe. I know would have been a little very useful. Yeah. So uh, information. Too. Anyway,
4: so I'm Avoid like, cliffs. I want to go to that psychic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I had him come to my house. Should What's I his say- name? Uh, yeah, Aiden. Aiden Chase. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I decided to do it as a birthday present for myself. I'm like, you oh, know, this will be fun. So he came into my place, and he said. He said all these things, and they, like, four years later, none of them had come true. And uh, then, like, two years ago, when the stuff I was doing on Instagram all took off, all of a sudden, I had a flashback to what he had told me, which was, you'll, I see you doing something, uh, you know, some, you keep doing your work, there's going to something with the Oscars wow. and uh, costumes and... And you'll be you know dealing with costumes,
2: and... and you're like, well, that's great because actors wear costumes well, before course, they win an Oscar. I,
4: that's what I thought. Like, <laughs> oh, I submitted my short to be qualified for an Oscar. Like, I'm fuck, I'm gonna have to make another one. Oh, great! Uh, <laughs> I thought like, okay, well, maybe I'm gonna be in a Marvel movie, so I better get in shape. Because he said, oh, you'll get in shape, and then you'll start be wearing these costumes and things. So I oh. thought like, oh, I'm gonna be in a Marvel movie. I'm gonna win an Oscar anyway. I thought all of these things, but. And then four years went by and I was angry that I still remembered all these things. You're like,
2: mm. where are all my, where, where's everything on my psychic wish list? My psychic
4: dream board. <laughs> and then cut to like, it actually happened when I was, I got hired by E to, to Lank look their red carpet and make costumes out of garbage. And I had got tired of waiting for the things to happen. So I'm like, well, maybe if I get in shape, all the things will happen. So I yeah. gotten in shape. I was doing the costumes and I was doing it all for the Oscars. And yeah. he had said like an amount of money, which is
2: the, what I got paid to do. Oh my that. God. That That's insane. weird. Isn't isn't that That's weird. Weird. I will go see this guy. He's going to be like, Get in shape. <laughs> yes. Start working out. Psychic. Yeah. You need to work
4: out. But I feel like. Yeah. The psychic gym. Mm. It's frustrating in a way because he's, well, I guess it's like they gave you all I mean, the things, but it didn't happen in the way I thought it right, would. Right, right, right. Well, let me,
3: let me ask you: Do you think that these psychics are, are sort of looking into the future, or do you think that everything that's ever going to happen has already happened, and they're just really kind of like tapping into that ripple effect? I mean, where where do you lie on that? You think
4: I don't know? Like, maybe because also I wonder: Would the things have happened if he hadn't mentioned them to me, mm-hmm. but was? me going to see him? Was that all part of the time right? what's the thing in back to the A future, time loop time or the time oh, space my, time continuum yeah, yeah, yeah. um so I don't I don't know, like it, or was he sort of tapping into like, I see things that you have like, inside like of this you. hazy
3: preexistence or something? you know? yeah, like it's very strange
4: is uh, is our fate predetermined, or do we <clears throat> ch- does it, there there are endless possibilities?
0: Yeah, it's free will versus predetermination. That's like the question, yeah, it know, really or, is. Yeah. Would well it suck
2: right if you just had no, no absolute effect on the outcome of your life whatsoever? Mm. I don't believe it. I think I think it's chaos. I do. You're a free will I, guy. I'm a free will guy. I I think that like one. I think it's cause. It's, I think we live in a universe of cause and effect, and a lot of materialist. The, Well, I think a lot. (laughs) I think of like causalities, (laughs) (laughs) and I think a lot of causalities come out of the effect of other causalities, and I think also sometimes just fucking chaos. Let me
3: ask you this: Can it be a little bit of both? That that like huge huge markers in one life doesn't actually um, take away certain free wills, or you know what I mean? That maybe there's. There's these uh maybe it's a little bit of both, you know, like uh large moments in your life are predetermined or, or, or gonna happen and how you get there, it may be a circuitous route, but one way or another, like like your his timing thing was off. One way or another, you know, you're gonna get there, you know?
4: It was a good lesson, uh, I will say creatively mm. as an artist, uh, to because that's kind of what I've been doing on the Instagram thing, which is like making these garbage costumes uh, which is
3: amazing by the way it's so
4: dumb but i love it yeah uh it's really the so lesson tell people me, what, who might not know exactly yeah. what you do on well, instagram i it's take delightful i take a photo of, uh, of a celebrity from a red carpet or a fashion photo and i will recreate their outfit using only things you can find around your house uh and
2: this is a bona fide hit
4: not
3: only do you recreate the outfit but you recreate the attitude which that's is so much more from difficult from your garbage
4: soul, Tom. From my garbage soul, <laughs> <laughs> trash fashion,
2: garbage tailor, Trash And
4: it's been fun because it you know it's led into all these other things, and I had never because I've always loved crafting, DIY, and Project Runway. So it was weird that they all collided in this thing that I never thought. Like I've been doing this stuff. I've been making my own dumb costumes since you know since I was in high school. I just never thought to like
2: take pictures of it and put it on the internet. That's the stuff. Dreams what you were doing of. in high school? Think about it. If you're lost right now in your life, I I'm honestly believing this. Like, if you think back to the thing that you love to do the most in high school. I'm not saying it's going to become your profession, but that is where your true spirit lies. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm. and and we of course would go like actors. That was it. But also for me, I was writing comic books. Like that, you know what I mean? And like, I I, I haven't hit link look success mm. with comics, but. I'm saying you gotta always fall back on the remember the things that you love the most that you didn't necessarily think of as a vocation. I don't know. I just because well, well, really, also those things really, might uh, bring you
4: dad about that. But. You could they could bring you a lot of joy even if it's yeah. not monetary success. Like what do we define success as? Like yeah. things, happiness. I'm just happiness. talking about yeah. them bringing you some uh, modicum of happiness. Have you been happy doing it? Do you yes. like it? And like it's making other people happy. Oh, people yeah. are laughing at it, and it's opened this whole there's you know, I got hired by a fashion label to make fun of them, and they sent me to Paris Fashion Week. So all these things Amazing. I never thought of. So anyway, the lesson from that psychic was like, here's all, here's what you think about is going to happen in the future. But like, we should. I'm trying to think. We all have this end product in mind, what we think success is going to look like. Yeah. But maybe Ooh. if we just keep working and doing the things we love, success is going to happen and if we're
2: open to it. Not looking exactly a certain way
3: follow your bliss
2: i think some of that's happening with us here Bigfoot Bigfoot collectors club i'm not i mean we're still babies here but
3: i mean little bigfoot babies i did
2: say this was my happy place at the beginning of the show it's like i
3: know mine and too.
2: i sh- <laughs> certainly talked and thought a lot about this kind of stuff when i was in high school for
4: Wait, sure r- remember oh, yeah. when we said we were going to do a podcast called the bitch session yeah and the then somebody sessions. does it now and then we're like oh but we thought i was like oh we can't do it because we're that or might two, be bad. Guys, two guys, and we don't want to be i like... I'm glad we didn't do it. And now there's one called Bitch Fest. But you know what? P- podcast was in your— few- I was bringing it to you, you were. through my— psych- I feel like I'm a little psychic. You might uh, be. I was bringing it in into your life so you would know you— I've been what- thinking whatever, about Tom, it like everyone, time. Like, everyone, you know, we all need to
2: have a All right, podcast. we have to break in just a moment. But before we do, we want to play a little game with you called Bullshit or Believe It. Yeah. Rapid fire question, I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to list some things, and you tell me if you think it's, they're bullshit or if you believe in them. I'm ready. You ready? Bullshit yes. or believe it. Okay. Those are your two answers. Bullshit or believe it. Yeah. It's like Ellen,
4: but different.
2: Yes. That but game, what is it? I forget. Okay. I don't watch that dumb show. Oh, just kidding. Ellen, come be on this podcast. Please, come on. It'll On your mark, get set, go. Ghosts. Wait, I forgot the name of the game bullshit
4: or believe it <laughs> bullshit or believe it.
2: so you say bullshit or believe it. <sighs> what happens when
4: you're on the fence right in the middle? You you gotta in, decide. intonate yeah. use
2: your acting skills make sounds bullsheave
4: it <laughs> That's a combination of bullshit. I and got believe it,
2: it. UFOs <laughs> 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 believe it bigfoot
4: um it's hard to do one answer because like maybe it, uh, you could be like you could be like. Bullshit? Is it the Maybe. same as the Yeti Are they all the same thing Listen you thing haven't gotten The whole
2: a- There might be other things On this okay, list fine uh, Take it at face value B- Bigfoot's bullshit Angels
4: Again it's Nope rapid fire One or the other <laughs> it, We can but, come back like We can circle like, back
2: uh, Believe it Gnomes
4: <laughs>
2: Bullshit JFK assassination conspiracy uh, Pass One or the other That's a bullshit Pass I don't know It's a bullshit uh, Fairies.
4: Mm, b- bullshit. Unicorns. Bull- uh, b- historically, believe it, maybe. Loch Ness Monster. Uh, I went to there. Okay, this is in my movie. Please, terrible at this please download, this game. Uh, go to Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to Amazon Prime. <laughs> You're plugging something I'm in plugging the middle my of bullshit movie. believe it? Nerdgasm, uh, on Amazon You're Prime. You're actually making a plug. You can see me go to the Loch Ness Lake. Lake Loch Ness. That means Lake of Ness uh so bullshit going to skip to the end of the bullshit
2: alien greys B- they are some from the future i believe it parallel universes believe it reptilians disguising themselves as humans no bullshit mermaids uh bullshit heaven
4: mm, as it's defined by oh bullshit. bullshit okay
2: hell bullshit dragons uh bullshit elves <laughs> bullshit esp believe it chupacabra what is that you'll find out later demons well i know it but is
4: it the same the as goat sucker? Oh, sorry. Oh, back up to chupacabra uh it's a goat sucker oh uh
2: bullshit demons bullshit atlantis mm, bullshit life on other planets believe it world peace believe great awesome and did i say yeti because i moved him on the list did we say yeti Tom said Yeti Okay
4: Well do we think It's the same as the Bigfoot
3: No Yeti's in the Himalayans Yeah but
4: could it be The same thing Yeah, yeah An offshoot Cousin Sure
3: mm, yeah, Related yeah. <laughs> So you, are, you Angels You portals. don't believe are in Are Chupacabra
4: <laughs> Bigfoot And Yeti All the same thing No, no. no. no, no, no. Chupacabra's not even
2: Part of that family
3: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you What Chupacabra is Right after this break
2: Alright great We're gonna take a break When we come back El Chupacabra
3: Open the portal and we're back. All right, guys. Time for us another segment of High Strangeness. It's my turn this week, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Now, as we know, legends were born.
2: Listeners don't know, Bryce is just sitting alone now. <laughs> <laughs> we're all here. We're, drinking we're all in the here. Other room.
3: <laughs> uh, it's just me and my mermaid. <laughs> uh, what are the rules? Are we allowed
4: to side comment and make
2: fun of y- Can well, we make fun of you while you're
4: doing this? Yes,
3: that? absolutely. Okay. Jump in jump in
2: you better lean into that mic though uh, mr lazy um, i'll
3: <laughs> <with, laughs> we'll switch to lazy mode yeah, yeah go to lazy mode for him tom likes All to right.
2: recline it's okay i'm just teasing you
3: legends were born long ago michael canada oh. has sasquatch the himalayas have their yeti scotland the loch ness monster and the old us of a has bigfoot and the skunk ape but yet i ask you what is cryptozoology without a little latin flair Hence, South America's most recent addition to the Legends of Crypto family, El Chupacabra. Chupacabra can literally be translated as goat sucker, from chupar to suck and cabra to goat. Now, the monster has been credited to goat. goat. Yes, it means (laughs) to goat. Uh, The monster has been credited with vampire-like deaths of thousands of animals, ranging from goats, rabbits, birds, horses, cattle, and deer. And I even heard on coast to coast the other day, even race horses. Strangely enough. Coast to coast, yeah. Casey Kasem. That's, He's where I, do dead. Some, no. that's where I do some. No, Coast to Coast
2: AM Radio and Art Bell um, is dead. Yeah, oh boy.
3: And while some argue that the creature is a relatively new monster, others point out that such entities have always existed and been reported by farmers and villagers in Puerto Rico and Central and South America. Um... Now the chupacabra can really be divided into two categories, Michael. Did let's you know that? Hear
2: them. Uh, actually, it kind of did.
3: Yeah, yeah. So the first and most common description <laughs> of the chupacabra Jerk. is that of a nightmarish.
2: I was smiling when I said that, <laughs> what? but it sounded like such a fuck you. No, no. <laughs> I was you. Like, yeah, actually, I kind of doubt.
3: I had no doubt in my mind that you would know that. Come on, <sighs> let's just come. on. I can
2: tell from the tone of this already that you don't believe in the chupacabra. Or Bryce. No,
3: no, I. You know what? I. It's funny. I don't want to fall victim to like you know being one of those Americans. You that, don't want to get priced. That, that <laughs> point that that you know make light of the situation of the chupacabra because you know it's a very real thing. Well, animals um,
2: are dying, so that sucks.
3: Yes, they really are at a, at a tremendous pace. Yeah. Um, now, the first and most common description of the chupacabra is that of a nightmarish reptile like creature. Now, it's said to have leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin and sharp spines or quills running down its back, and in some cases, leathery wings. Mm -hmm. It's said to be approximately three to four feet high and stands and hops in a fashion similar to that of a kangaroo. Now, in at least one sighting, the creature was reported to hop 20 feet. This variety is said to have a large oval-shaped head, almost like a gray alien. Yep. A forked tongue and large fangs.
2: And big eyes like a gray alien, but with... Like more pu- like yellowy greenish puke like uh, color. With I thought it was more. Eyes. I
4: thought it was
3: more like wolf like. No, well, we'll, that's no. the second kind. We're gonna we're get gonna get, into, get that. into him. All right. Now it's said to hiss and screech when alarmed, as well as leave behind a sulfuric stench. When it screeches, some reports assert that the chupacabra's eyes glow an unusual red, which gives the witness nausea. Another most unusual attribute of the chupacabra is its chameleon-like ability to change its colors depending upon the vegetation that surrounds it. Okay, it
4: sounds like it's
2: everything. There's no
3: rules <laughs> and it's the Chupacabra. a Chupacabra.
2: It's a weird one. It's a weird one, man. It really is. Am
4: I the Chupacabra? It sounds like it's a shapeshifter.
2: You it, well. are the Chupacabra. You know yeah. And, and, we and,
4: are is all is Rebecca Chupacabra. Romain, Sa- Rebecca Romijn is Mex- that blue creature, Mystique?
2: Texture, the skin texture looks a lot like Mystique's texture, but just yeah. not as blue and not as sexy.
3: Yeah, it has been referred to as shapeshifter in South American lore. Now, the other common... Description, which is what I think you might be referring to of the chupacabra, is that of a strange breed of wild dog. Now, this form is mostly hairless with pronounced eye sockets, fangs, and claws. Mange. It's a dog um, with mange, probably. Yeah, like that's what... Mange. Yeah, that, we'll get to that. But unlike conventional predators, the chupacabra, both chupacabras, is said to drain all of the animal's bloods, blood and sometimes organs... It drains the blood. It drains the blood, usually through three holes in the shape of a downwards-pointing triangle. When it sucks blood... Allegedly makes an odd noise. Tom, would you like to attempt that noise now? Good. I thought yes. it was somewhere like yeah. this. Now, the first reported attack occurred in March of 1995 in Puerto Rico. Eight sheep were discovered yep. dead, each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and completely drained of blood. Ew. A few months later in August, an eyewitness, Madeline Tolentino, reported seeing the creature in the Puerto Rican town of Canavanas when as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed. Now, I mean, that's a lot. And remember,
2: Mm -hmm. it's an island, so where did this predator come from on this island?
3: Her description was the basis for the most famous drawing of the chupacabra in the world. It wasn't just Madeline who saw the creature. Around 30 other citizens claimed to have seen the chupacabra, swearing that it had swooped down from the sky and leapt over treetops. I'm going to pass you her drawing of this it This is 1995. And you can correct? see her uh this is 95 in Puerto Rico. You can see her signature right there, Madeline Tolentino. Now, one report states that in the North Central City of Cuagas, a startled homeowner um caught a close look of the goat sucker, described as having huge red eyes and hairy little arms, the creature allegedly broke into the bedroom of the house through a window, tore apart a child's stuffed teddy bear, and left a puddle of slime and a single piece of rancid meat on the windowsill before disappearing.
2: Why is he leaving
3: meat behind? I don't know. All the while, reports of blood-drained carcasses kept coming in, and local farmers were getting pissed. The problem got so bad that the mayor Jose Kimo Soto spent the next year hunting That's for chupacabras. More Japanese. Uh, right. Kimo, hey, 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 Jose! Just say the Kimo name. Quimo Soto. I don't know if anyone don't try to be anything other than a White Street male. Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> it's not going <laughs> to work. It's ah. never going
1: to work.
3: <laughs> so, you know, I wanted us all to uh, to to hey, say this chupacabra too to see. We have huh? a chupacabra saying contest, so let's hear everybody. Let, who could say I just the best? said let's not do this. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do mine, and then we'll go around. Go, I think that on. might be
4: cultural
2: appropriation. Yes. you should not do it.
4: Okay, okay, I'm not gonna do it. I'll do mine. Well, now we have. to okay. do Okay, I'm gonna it go up.
3: first. Chupacabra. Oh, this is bad. I'm man. gonna do one. Chupacabra. Ooh, the Texan version. <laughs> Chupacabra. Oh, that was good. So Cal version. Tommy, I think you should delete this part. <laughs> yeah. <we're> gonna- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh now the problem got so bad, like I said, that the mayor Jose Soto spent the year hunting for chupacabras with an armed militia. Week after week, he and his men would track and hunt the elusive beast. Did you just say? But they never found Week after week. No, I didn't He's, say okay. that. You did no such thing. Now, taken this too far. Yeah. Okay. Here we go.
4: This is also the plot to Beauty and the Beast. It is.
3: <laughs> it gets interesting. There is an enchanted teacup. Just wait. A, fi- a five-year investigation by Benjamin Radford documented <laughs> in his 2011 book, Tracking the Chupacabra, concluded that the description given by the original eyewitness in Puerto Rico, Madeline Tolentino, and this is, what, this is where I start to love it, was based on the creature sill in the science fiction horror film Species, oh, yeah. which had just came to Puerto Rico, like, almost a month before. Um, now... The alien creature, Syl, is nearly identical to Tolentino's Chupacabra eyewitness account, and she had seen the movie before her report.
2: Does Sill, when she's not a, a an attractive woman...
3: Oh, she's Natasha Hentridge. She, she's I know. She's so she, sexy.
2: I can't remember that movie other than the parts with all the nudity, which was most of the movie, but that's all I remember. Well,
3: I'm going to read you the, the movie logline in a minute. Was she <laughs> reptilian? In, was her real form reptilian? You'll see. Now, uh, Tolentino said... It was a creature that looked like the chupacabra,
0: with spines on its oh back boy. and. Oh, uh, we
3: apologize. Oh come on, Wait, a little flair? What's a little fl- I'm adding a little flair. We, we here. do
0: these <laughs> scientists redneck boys. We do scientists redneck. All right. Well,
4: no, we're not. See, the thing is, in casting that, we're pretend- not allowed to do th- because cause we you. you it would, was a
3: creature no, <laughs> you <can't do> it. <laughs> that looked like the chupacabra with spines on its back and all. We have that to is cast,
4: uh, We have to cast a Latino well, actor The uh, chupacabra
2: choice, everyone,
4: was
3: really impressive. Tolentino reported. Radford revealed this that man Tolentino. A man had I don't that. To this. This. Tolentino believed that the creatures <laughs> and events <laughs> she saw in species were happening in reality in Puerto Rico <laughs> at the time. Overlax everybody. Everybody's too, too tense these days. And therefore <sighs> that concludes that the most important Chupacabra description cannot be trusted. This, Radford believes, seriously undermines the credibility of the Chupacabra as a real animal, to which I say, boo!
2: Wait now, a minute, uh, can I interrupt for a second and ask you a always question? do. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. um do you have anything about the uh the ranch? There was a woman who had yeah. a ranch in Puerto Rico. Is I it do. the Gomez family? Is no, that No, right? Cynthia.
3: That's later in my story. What's her name? Last name? Uh, I have it somewhere. Her name is Cynthia, and she, she when she was coming home, she found three dead animals on the side of the road. Oddly looking dead animal, dead animals, and um, she actually had. And they, they were the wild dog looking like chupacabras. It's not, like nothing she'd ever seen. I mean, you know, she lived on a ranch. She'd seen dogs and coyotes and foxes. There's but
2: another, maybe around this time. She had time. it
3: taxidermied. And she even had the one, one, one of the specimens sent off for DNA testing. Um, which came back that it was sort of a hybrid of a Mexican wolf and a coyote, but largely the, the results were inconclusive. I'm thinking of a different um, family, I believe. Oh, okay. So there was,
2: there around this time, the 95 to 97 flap in Puerto Rico. There yeah. was a ranch where uh, a woman saw the one that looks kind of like the, the version of the chupacabra that looks more like that reptilian alien yeah, gray with right. the spine, spine uh, what do you call it? The,
3: the, the, the quills.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But she would also had um, Bigfoot activity on her property. Interesting. And seen strange lights in the sky. Almost Skinwalker Ranch style. Yeah. I mean, so, you got to choose one. You can't, so, no, you no, can't no, 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 no. There are these weird pockets where all this stuff starts to show up. You know, one which thi- might lend itself to be that there might be some sort of cross-dimensional th- activity happening in concentrated areas.
3: One theory is that this was like part of the cargo of a UFO that they that they let down on Earth to uh, to check out its atmosphere and environment. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into all that. Mm. So I want to think read- big. Bigfoots are actually aliens. They might be. Yes, Tom, that's exactly right. Now, I want to read you the species log line for... Uh... He just crawled out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the movie Species, here's the plot line. Thanks, Tom. When government scientist Xavier Fitch, Ben Kingsley, by the way, intercepts a space transmission containing the genetic sequence for an alien life form, he uses it to produce Sill, played by Natasha Henstridge, a gorgeous alien-human hybrid.
2: <laughs> oh, As Fitch's
3: team grows and concerned... now
2: we've offended the feminists.
3: <laughs> ...at her rapid rate of growth, Sill wrecks the last Laboratory and begins a violent quest for a suitable male human to impregnate her. The U.S. government dispatches its top assassin, Preston Lennox, played by Michael Madsen, and a team of experts to stop her. A group this of is scientists. The in the research
2: where <laughs> probably <Price> stopped <laughs> reading about the chupacabra and just started watching Species. I did.
3: I watched the Species trailer again, and I was like, God, that movie holds up. It was like it that like... cast was impressive. Ben Kingsley. I've never seen it, but all I know oh. is
4: this. Clearly, this script was written by a straight man who was jerking off on his computer. <laughs>
3: Uh, I read an interview it's with Natasha. Track. She was like, "I was born to play this role." What? Now, a group of scientists try to track down and trap the killer alien sedu- seductress just, before just... she successfully mates with a human. Moving on to <laughs> <a> uh, <laughs> moving on to our next version <laughs> of the chupacabra.
4: Are we still?
3: Oh boy! Having had its fill of blood in South America and Puerto Rico, later sightings began to flood across New Mex- Mexico and the United States, describing a strange, hairless, wild dog-like creature. Now, this form, Tom, is mostly hairless and has a pronounced
4: Don't first name. Don't first name me. It's all for you, buddy. <laughs> Don't bring me into this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Busted. Uh, now, Tom, this form is mostly hairless and has a pronounced. See, this is what I didn't want to do, like every other American who does uh, a story on the chupacabra. Uh, Make light of it. Because this is really happening, you well, guys. I'm with you on that. All right.
0: <laughs> That's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the species. Uh, <laughs> this form
3: is mostly hairless and has a pronounced spinal ridge, dark, cavernous eye sockets, a long snout, fangs, and claws. It's claimed that the breed might be an example of a dog like reptile sucking the blood of chickens, cattle, goats, and other livestock. Now, uh, I, what I audience, can't be a like, lizard. Does your audience
4: like this part where
3: you just Google? <laughs> <laughs> bust it again i take a plethora of information from sources uh it, it, for example a huffington post article titled living chupacabra captured by a texas couple uh a couple Man. in Ratcliffe, texas has captured a creature <laughs> this is when he
2: just starts describing raising arizona <laughs> what I, I
3: what i love about this is i was like i don't want to do what every other american does when the chupacabra make light of it but now this story is so great uh <laughs> Jackie Stock says her husband Bubba found a strange looking animal eating corn in a tree Sunday night and managed to contain it. Eating corn? When trying to identify the species, Stock noticed the animal's hairless back, large claws, countless teeth, and ferocious growl. He came to one conclusion. He called me to come look, and I said, Bubba, that looks like a baby chupacabra. Stock told crossroads dot
4: It's
2: a fat, hairless squirrel with rabies. Is what
3: it
4: is. <laughs> and I guess anyone can write an article for Huffington Post. Is that no? We we've proven.
3: Here's where it kind of starts to oh, connect still to going. Okay. different things. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. All right. Now I feel terrible. A number of authorities began to speculate that the chupacabra-type creature had been manufactured by some secret government agency. (laughs) A bizarre hybrid of various animals created for who knew what purpose. Now, a number of even clergymen issued pronouncements stating that the creatures were heralding the end of the world. UFO enthusiasts theorized that aliens brought the monsters to test the planet's atmosphere in order to prepare a mass invasion of Earth. Anthropologists reminded people the tales of such mysterious vampire-like monsters that sucked the blood out of livestock had been common in Central and South America for centuries, hence the El Vampiro de la Moca, which is another thing. Now, a widely popular story spread throughout Chile— And Chilean soldiers had captured a Chupacabra male, female, and cub that had been living in a mine north of Calama. A cub? Yes. That's what you're going to call it? That's what it said. That's nice. Then, according to the account, a team of NASA scientists arrived in a black helicopter and reclaimed the Chupacabra family. The creatures, so the story claimed, had escaped from the secret NASA facility in the Atacama Desert north of Chile, where the U.S. Space Agency was attempting to create some kind of hybrid beings that could survive on Mars. (sighs) Ah. Today, it's almost Where are they going to get We're all that goat there. blood? It's just like too many universes, <laughs> like too many lore
4: universes. You'll have a chance it, it to It is respond. a lot.
3: You're okay. right. You'll have a chance to respond. Thank you, you Will Today, Chupacabra reports continue <laughs> to be unabated from nearly all the South American countries, including Mexico and America, especially Texas. While some, while the creature remains controversial and arguments ensue, whether it is some kind of vampire, we'll not extraterrestrial alien, or a creation of some secret branch of the U.S. government, Frightened and angry people complain that whatever chupacabra is, it continues to suck the blood from their livestock, leaving us here at the BCC confused and bewildered, forcing us (laughs) to ask our guest, Tom, (laughs) what the hell was that? (laughs) When we come back, Tom's going to let us know.
0: (sighs) What the hell was that? We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Riley. I wanted to let you know we've launched our Patreon page. It's a place where listeners can help support the show and gain access to exclusive bonus content. For $5 a month, our Patreon members get special episodes like our campfire stories, movie club, and out there episodes where we explore our own little place in the cosmos. We also post behind the scenes conversations that happen during the breaks and all sorts of other bonuses. We put a lot of love into these episodes and we make a lot of them. They're a deeper level of the show where we expand on ideas and concepts from our main feed. Our weekly show will, of course, always remain free. But for $5 a month, our Patreon members will gain full access to the inner sanctum of the BCC. We hope you'll join us there. That's patreon.com backslash Bigfoot Collectors Club. And thanks for listening.
2: And we're back. And yeah. if you're still listening to this podcast, <laughs> it's time to ask our guest.
4: What the hell was that? Well, you should have told me I wasn't allowed to enter.
2: No, you inter- were. Sorry, but you I were. was just letting you know okay. you're going to get to have all the. So you've
4: heard the facts, Tom. Oh, well, I got what... so tired. While what... I was listening to it? <laughs> just like gone into. This is what I'll say real quick to give you yeah. a
2: chance. Uh, this is the problem I have with chupacabras. Like, you. It, there is just like. So much information and no information out there yeah. at the same time about this thing. It's true. I, when you go back to the original flap from 1995 to 1997, that to me is the most fascinating because it really that's is. when I think you really boil down to there are some people finding these dead li- this dead livestock on this island. Uh, they can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you have eyewitness reports of a very specific looking creature.
3: Yeah, and those can't be discounted because really, I mean, there was there was a mass number of livestock, even cattle and like horses, that were drained of their blood and sometimes even organs. And the mass witness testimony, all just even though that that Madeline Tolentino had seen that movie Species, <clears throat> her eyewitness testimony was so much like that of the other. Uh, witnesses in Puerto Rico who saw the same thing who described this thing that could sometimes fly or even float. They're starting had, la- had that large grayish alien skin mm. and head that would change colors and leave like almost like a nightmarish impression on them. Like really scary. Yeah, and the, them, they said know? even
2: sometimes the quills turn from like
0: red to purple depending yeah, on its Yeah, that's mood. right. The
3: quills could change color and this thing could like blend into its
0: environment. I mean the blood drain animals that's definite physical evidence of something. Something. But yeah. well, that uh, could have been a human happening. did they? Maybe. That's true. No, it's it's true. I'm not
2: saying that there was a monster, but I do think for me... You got to boil it down to just Puerto Rico is to be like, okay, not not that you did. I'm just saying yeah. like if when I'm analyzing this stuff, I go, okay, something was happening in Puerto Rico and whatever that branding of the chupacabra mythology was spread elsewhere and got a little messed, got a little uh, cross pollinated, I it, think. It really did. Confusing. I mean, you
3: know, it's a, it's a completely different animal here in the Southern States, but like Texas, but even that like... You know, there was a there was a an officer who captured what looked like a chupacabra on his dash cam, and you see this thing, like they say in the old lore, hopping like a kangaroo, you know, and it and it turns its beak, it, it has this large snout,
2: and we know it's not in a CGI, and it's
3: hairless, and it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't look like a dog with mange.
2: Should it be a kangaroo?
3: Well that's What's what there? they describe it in the old lore is like almost like a kangaroo style body weird that it hops. pets out there. So you're right Michael there's this like cross-pollination of like of what it was and what it is now but it, I mean it seems to be you know it seems to change and it goes in flaps like in like in, in you know in 95 there was that large kind of flap of that creature now it kind of showed up in the Americas as something else entirely. I feel like to bring um, it full circle to your first yeah. story about the uh, the wolf Creature
4: in what was that Montana? Yeah, right. I mean, maybe that was a chupacabra. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's migrated up up that direction. Right. I don't know. It's interesting to me that in in many cultures there's a, a similar creature. Like this, just seems like oh, this is like Vlad the Impaler. But mm-hmm. was that a fictional creation no, from a, a book? That's a real person. Yeah. Okay. Well, See, there there, but go. I feel Dracula's like if we go based on him, yeah. if we go we look at like, you know, folklore of Eastern Europe from back in the day, I'm sure there's this is what there was always some sort of blood sucking creature doing some damage, right? That's yeah. right.
3: That's absolutely right. You now know,
2: I'm even looking in, at this dash cam <clears throat> video by the way. I'm gonna right. pass it over. In Mayan to in
3: culture second. they've long had uh tales of a of of a blood sucking creature. And then, you know, in, in South America too um, they had the Vampira de la Moca, which is like so in 1975. Oh, so before like Never, 95, I around. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, there's the uh, the. Chupacabra this is fascinating. Thing. Now
2: this looks like a canine to me. This is clearly a canine. Even when it
3: turns that snout, well, it's got a long
2: snout, but that's some yeah. kind of coyote or dog with mange or something yeah. or hybrid. It's not. It's definitely not what uh, what they're
3: <clears throat> describing in Puerto Rico. No. Yeah, no, I understand. Two totally
2: that. different things, I think. Where's the snout? It turns quickly. You you may have to rewind to see it. It's long. <clears throat> um, here's a little ASMR for everybody while I blow my nose.
3: Yeah, that just looks like a... So, you know, that looks like a dog to <clears throat> me. And the thing of switching bodies, which, which you know, that when you were talking about that story earlier, uh, in August 30th, 2000, a guy named Jorge Luis Talavera, a farmer in the jurisdiction of uh, Nicarag- Nicaragua, had enough of the nocturnal... Anyway, he found a... Uh, uh, Twenty-five. The beast had sucked the life from 25 of his sheep and 35 of his neighbor's flock. And so he laid in wait with a rifle in its hand for his return. That night it seemed that Talaver accomplished what no other irate farmer or rancher had been able to do. He shot and killed the chupacabra. Now, Scott Corrales and Institute of Hispanic Ufology reported that a specialist of veterinary medicine examined the carcass and acknowledged that it was an uncommon creature with great eye cavities, smooth bat-like skin, big claws, large teeth, and a crest sticking out from the main vertebrae. The specialist said that the specimen would have been a hybrid animal made up of several species created through genetic engineering. However, on September 5, 2000, the official analysis of the corpse by the University Medical College was that Talavera had shot a dog. A furious Luis Talavera declared that the officials had switched carcasses. "This isn't my goat sucker," he groused as the college returned the skeleton of a dog for his disposal. So, well, body switching. There it is again. There it is again. Well,
4: maybe if it was a government-engineered cross-species, then they're always going and retrieving. Maybe that's what they did with the Montana thing. Maybe they went and swapped out the body because they're like, oh, another one of our things got out. We got it. I
2: I think the original Chupacabra story is the essence of high strangeness. I agree. It's a weird cryptid. There's physical evidence. It's very much in line with the the cattle exsanguination that we see in UFO lore. Um, and that it is fascinating, whatever, even if it turned out to be some sort of like mutt, you know, coyote or something, uh, that's fascinating that that was going on. I want to know more about where the description of this creature comes from in terms of like, it seems like it's only described as that alien gray-looking reptilian thing with the quills, just in that time period. And after the two thousands, it well, seems you know, to be more like a Well, you know, Tom said coyote. the word
3: earlier, shapeshifter, and 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 in, and in South American lore, that's what they refer to the chupacabra as. It's a shapeshifter, and it can, you know, it can change its shape, it can change its color. And but that last know,
4: thing you read said it had a crest. Is that the same thing as the the quilly
2: Yeah, but thing? if you look at like hyenas. Or you know, there's some the, that or like could could be if an animal has mange, they have scattered patchy fur running down. Not that hyenas have mange, but if you look at kind of they kind of have that like almost horse's mane that runs down their spine, yeah. this little spiky. This animal, if it's a coyote, could might have had that as as mm-hmm. well. But I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, it reminds me of the Jersey Devil it reminds me <laughs> I'm you know not with that. well it's like another like it's got it's a chimera basically this is your classic chimera um hybrid which is a combination of many different things in one animal yeah so like the jersey <laughs> devil had bat wings and a horse's head and like goat feet and in a New snake's jersey? tail it's a long str- wow. it's 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 more of a folktale than anything okay. but
3: yeah in brazil the ranchers call it call it the chupacabra obicho uh, which stands for the beast so
2: interesting I think this whatever this is it must be a name for the unknown uh, entity animal earthly or otherwise that is blanket exsanguinating these these this all this livestock
3: I mean it's fascinating. It's sort of
2: like a way to describe like oh your horse has been drained. It was the chupacabra, kind of yeah, it like a, it's it, the boogeyman. Yeah, uh, the,
3: the, the, yeah, they were just like, oh, wild dog, or which th- doesn't do that, you know. No. But the
0: three hole pattern is that pretty consistent. In yeah, these? it is. That's weird. Is it that is weird? not an animal <laughs> job. You know,
3: Linda Moulton Howe, who's a famed cryptozoologist, she's done a lot of work, and so is Lawrence Coleman on the chupacabra. And Linda Moulton Howe had said, you know, sometimes they find that even an extra puncture wound inside the body cavity, like uh, on one of the organs. Um, which is very strange and odd in and of itself. So I agree with you. Listen, when I com- when I first started looking at this story, I was like, oh my God, this is a little like. But then the more you get into it, it's exactly like Michael said. You have really two classes. There's this thing that keeps showing up in Texas and other southern states where there, a lot of people have killed them and they've gotten bodies sent to labs. And it's, oddly enough, it seems to be some sort of cross-hybridization of, of different animals breeding together, which still is a little sketchy. But then... There's this other tale that happened in Puerto Rico, which was a flap, where thousands of animals... I mean, you know, a wild dog with mange, they say that they're going to attack farm animals because, you know, they don't have um, the energy to go after, like, you know, wild animals. So they'll go to herded animals. Yeah, domesticated, domesticated animals are domesticated animals. are often penned in. But there's a good 20% of the eyewitness testimony Coyotes that these people, do. these witnesses ha- saw it while it was happening. You know, so it's not like they came outside and their animal was done. No, they watched this like gray reptile like kangaroo thing with red eyes actually, you know, grab the throat of their cow and, you know, suck its blood, you know. So there's actual witness testimony of there. it happening.
2: You've got aliens in there, you've got vampires in there, you have it's cryptids strange. in there. It's super weird. It's super we'll weird.
4: It's like it's too many things it combined. Is. It's
2: like now that Disney
4: bought Star Wars, it's, it's like how like <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella and Princess Leia are all princesses. But right. like the, you're telling me that all these worlds exist in this same universe, but only one of them takes place in outer space. And no. it didn't they weren't related together, but now they are. So that's what it feels like to me. Portals, maybe feels like yeah. a, it feels like a, com- a giant. <laughs> now company. we're into, um, <laughs> company mergers. parallel universes. All right, well, we got to wrap this up. Okay, yeah. just do one, you have any final thoughts? One final thought. Sure. One of my favorite episodes of uh, River Monsters. Did you watch that show? Yeah. It was when like there was that myth about the the thing uh, the monster that would snatch little children in Japan, and they could never figure it out, and they had oh, the bones uh... and everything, and then it turns out to be. It was legit. It was this, they found one of the things which was it's like a giant salamander that was capable of oh like eating God. small animals. Yeah. So it was like actually taking that little is, kids. Have you seen this? Okay. No, but that you is You got to look into it. And now you can actually they did find these they're, you know these huge salamanders in the world. this is a big this is a big world. There's there is some shit out there. Yeah, so I just feel like you should <laughs> we'll you check, should into check that. it out.
2: Yeah. Uh, Tom, where can people find you should you want to be found?
4: At Tommy Lank on Instagram. Okay, Beautiful.
2: great. And uh, when is Room 104? I don't know. They oh, filmed yeah. a
4: couple seasons at the same time. So okay, it could cool. be this summer. It could be next year. And if
2: you're in Gla- or Edinburgh, or or if you're in Glasgow, head down to Edinburgh. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, go to Those, the French Festival. And what's the name in. of
4: your show? Tilda Swinton answers an ad on Craigslist.
2: Great. Awesome. Keep an eye out for it.
4: Beautiful. Riley, anything?
0: <clears throat> uh no, just you know, you can check out my trash pictures at trashbaghashtag.com. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. As they I say in Ghostbusters, we gotta get these two together. Yeah. yeah, so I, I sh- I sh- yeah. See, you you, yeah. you make them into costumes. I just take the pictures of, of garbage. That's you you took it to the next one. It's just one. taking mm-hmm. pictures of piles of your fabric. But it's artistic pictures.
3: Yes. Um, <clears throat> check me out on uh, Bobcat Goldweight's anthology series on True TV premiering uh July yeah. 11th yeah. my episode It'll will be, be on the next Tuesday July 18th which is around it's called Mrs. already
2: it's already aired
3: it's already aired so I hope you enjoyed it well
2: and go find it on I'm sure uh streaming
3: and go find it on streaming that's right we're it's all fine. really excited about that here. yeah I very am too proud of I'm our very, boy yes thank you very much looking forward to that um and check us out we're on patreon this
2: week maybe we'll yeah. see. We'll who knows go check it out yeah uh, check out our patreon if you want to support the show and get uh unlock three to five bonus episodes every month um uh you can find me mcmills on everything follow us bigfoot collectors club on all the stuff uh, i want to thank you guys for listening thank you for uh putting Just up with us putting up with us <laughs> and enjoying the show we've been hearing more and more from listeners and we're really uh, excited about that those of you who are asking and wondering about t-shirts we've got the votes in we we are going to go with the shield design we're making some updates to that t-shirt uh, so you will have it on a fabric that it was like the fabric got voted on but then the, the, everybody wanted the shield design so those are in the labs uh, you will be seeing those soon so we have some merch coming and we have some other merch in the works and we have some other exciting developments happening behind the scenes of bigfoot collectors club so stay tuned everybody and we will see you right here next week on the BCC. Good night everybody and thank you Tom. Oh yeah, always thank you Riley Bray uh, for engineering and producing the show yes. and I want to thank uh, Sun Eaters for our theme song from the upcoming track Come Alone, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Go check out their catalog as well. Thanks everybody. Thank you Tom. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Do you want me. us to get you a blanket Thanks, or anything? You take Just a nap? I'm going to go right to sleep. Yes, thank you. you look like cozy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to eat the rest of that donut. I'm cutting carbs. <laughs> You could go on a blood diet.
3: You could suck the blood I out of I am the dog.
2: Chupacabra. I knew <laughs> it. Thanks
3: everybody. See ya. Bye.